to the Final Whistle podcast. Time you run! Week two, pre-season. Back here in the uh, Outback studio on the back of the deck at my house, Dale. How are you going, bud? Yeah, good, good. Now that rain's going away, it's not too bad, Sydney, Addy. Yeah, it's it's great out here, mate. You can have a look over the uh, the mountains, and it, it's a great kind of uh, setting for us to sit here and, and talk. Uh, footy, mate, uh, look, we're down Toddy. Uh, he, he's got himself a bit of a, a crook nose or a crook throat, so he doesn't want to come over here and, and uh, spread his germs. So, uh, for miraculously, he's uh, taken a sickie on the uh, week of his... Uh, Beloved Tiger, so don't you worry there, Toddy, mate. While you're sitting at home relaxing, we will absolutely rip shreds of the Tigers. Just joking. Dale, what have we got on? What, what's the first thing we're going to have a quick chat about tonight? Uh, so the Storm, they've obviously taken well, seven or eight players. They're not going to send them up to the All-Stars game due to the, the lockdown in, in Victoria. Um, your thoughts on that? Oh, look, it's, it's probably taken away from the match. Um, now you're not actually... Having all stars, so to speak, you've just got. It's called a, a ringing. Yeah, it's called the ringing, not the all stars. It's the it's the ringing um, ringing twenty twenty one Indigenous first Maori side. Look, I can see where it's coming from. You know, it's basically a Mickey Mouse game. Yes, people are representing their heritage, and the heritage needs to be, you know, sought after. However, I'm I'm long been a fan that um, this game should be played. At the end of the season, so that the clubs aren't worried about injuries going into the season ahead. So uh, maybe Valandis and Co might have to uh, look at better ways at having this match in the future. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's probably the right thing to do with obviously the season just coming along, and you don't want to be locked down and have to go. You want to go into lockdown and have to go through all that COVID. I'll just re- just remember stuff. though, um, Storm aren't the first play, uh, club to re- retract their players from the side. Yeah, that was a big one because they had the wor- most. Wor- Warriors, Warriors have already done that too, and the bigger prize is is a premiership, I guess, for the Warriors. So I can see the reason why Nathan Brown did that. And uh, yeah, moving forward, you know, look, the game's still going to go ahead. The people that are playing are going to be proud of their heritage, and um, the ones that missed out are no, uh, are no less um, prouder than than what they already are. So it's it's something that will will be a discussion topic. Whether or not it uh, moves down the line, uh, you know, to the end of the season, um, it you know it'll make for an interesting um, pre-selection, I guess, for kangaroos, you know, the indigenous people, and and also um, the Maoris from New Zealand, and, and even Samoa and Tonga. If some of the Maoris are also got Samoan and Tongan heritage in them too. Yeah, it's it. massive news um, out of the Dragons this week. You know, McInnes went down, gone for the season, done his ACL, and you know, the un, you know, we all thought that McCulloch was going to end up there. But as soon as that news come through, that was just that's his sign on the dotted line right now. So you feel for him because he, you know, the club captain, um, he wasn't given a contract, and then he signed a, um, you know, a long term deal with the arch rivals, Cronulla Sharks, and then he goes down like that with a, in, a major injury. So McCulloch will come in, he'll do a job. If he if they get the McCulloch like they did at the Knights before he got injured, it'll be great. Some experience at a dummy half. Um, your thoughts on this? No, oh, look, they they've obviously lost um, probably one of the their best players, the Dragons, in in Cameron McInnes, and now you know they get McCulloch. Um, Griffin had already spoken earlier in in the week or, or you know a fortnight ago that he was interested in getting McCulloch there to join 
Norman and, and Hunt, um, who he had coached previously up at the Broncos. So, look, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I've been really, really, really vocal that McCulloch is a defensive nine, not much attack there. However, I feel maybe falling into the old lines with um, the coach at Hook and, and um, Norman and Hunt in the halves might spark something out of McCulloch, so it might, it might end up being a good move. Time will tell. He's got he's had one training session and then he's going into a trial match. So uh, interesting. He's going to have one training session on Thursday and then straight into the trial. I think on Friday against the Eels. Yeah, I think no. Nah, I think the, I think the trial's on Thursday. Oh, okay. Then straight into it, mate. There will be. He's been in a preseason with the Bron- with the Broncos anyway. So we'll go to a, we're going to go to a break and we'll we'll talk junior rep results and then we'll cut, after that we'll do a, the four clubs in focus, which are the Dragons, the West Tigers, the Warriors, and the Titans. Remember to strap yourselves in for a good cause with Victor Sports. Everything from strapping tape, sports medicine items, braces, foot care, and injury. Preventions while also facilitating your hygiene needs for your COVID plans in 2020. That's right, Dale. COVID plans are out, and you need you you need your hygiene. And David and Jenny from the team are happy to help you out, making sure you guys are COVID safe to be able to play for your junior footy. Their goal is to equip athletes and medical professionals with the most advanced sports medical products that is available. At, the, at your fingertips. Even if you're a small local club or a weekend warrior, like myself, Victor Sports will be happy to help. So get on board, contact 92110033, ask for David or Jenny, make sure you tell them that the Final Whistle Boys sent you here to get your gear so you can be strapped up for whatever cause you may be Doing out there in Sportland. G'day guys, we are back. Uh, yes, we have realised that uh, the Victor ad does say 2020 in there. However, the Victor ad will be fixed next week, but it still is all the same. We uh, have, you know, COVID plans that are still in place as we come back to footy in 2021. So uh, even though the year is a bit off, it's still, it's still all, uh, you know, works well in there that you need to make sure that you are COVID safe. So hit Victor up if you want hand sanitizer, sports wrapping tape. Uh, you know, just say that you, you, you got to us from, um, from the final whistle and, uh, that will help you out all the way. Let's get into junior reps. We've had round two on the weekend. Harold Matz, the Rabbitohs, they lost to Manly 12 points, <coughs> the 30. The Roosters defeated the Illawarra Steelers 26-18. to The Tigers, they went down uh, 10 points to 22 to your Knights there, Dale. Uh, Panthers had a 30-nil thrashing of uh, the Dragons. They got rid of Dragons pretty easily. The North Sydney Bears, they went down to a tough Parramatta Eels, 6 points to 34. Uh, Central Coast defeated... Bulldogs 16-14 and the Western Southern Magpies defeated the Raiders 32-14. Dale, you got some Andrew Johns over there, mate. Yeah, Illawarra defeated MacArthur, West Tigers 24-16. Monaro Colts defeated the Knights 26-4. The, is that Central Coast? That is Central Coast. Yeah, Central Coast Roosters. Yeah. Central Coast Roosters defeated Northern Tigers 20-0. The North Coast Bulldogs um, defeated the Northern... Rivers. Rivers Titans, 32-0. And the Western Rams defeated Riverina, 20-16 um, to 16 in a close battle. So, yes. Some good battles there. We'll move on to Natasha Gale. 
Sharks, as we uh, did speak about uh, this on the radio, Dale, they had a uh, Friday night game. They defeated the Bulldogs 18-8. Uh, Illawarra, South Coast, Dragons. Oh, no, sorry. Actually, no. They're Illawarra. I forgot Illawarra and St. George have teams in, in the touch goal. I thought they were all the same, but no. Illawarra defeated the Indigenous Academy, Sydney Roosters, 10-4. And the previous week, Roosters has flogged the Bulldogs 42-0. So if, if you're going off results there, Illawarra's got a strong side. Parramatta Eels, they went down to the Knights, 24-0. And West Tigers had a 16-10 win over the Raiders. Dale, mate, what's your Laurie Daly cup there? Uh, so MacArthur West Tigers defeated uh, Illawarra, 12-10 in a close battle. So someone missed a penalty goal there. Um, or, or a conversion. <laughs> yeah, or a conversion. Um, Monaro uh, Colts defeated the Knights, 18-16. Central Coast Roosters defeated Northern Tigers, 22-4. North Coast Bulldogs defeated the Northern Rivers Titans uh, 22-12. And the Western Rams, they did the double in Andrew Johns and the Laurie Daly over Riverina, 54-6. What a score. That's a, that's, a strong, that's a strong side there for the uh, Western Rams. And I dare say a few of those boys might be ending up down in the uh, Penrith system for the under-21s. Under uh, next season, and they might even be brought down for the start of this season if they if they go well. That's the the, the progression there. You know, you come from SG uh, from SG Ball or Laurie Daly. If you're doing pretty good, then you go into the uh, 20s or 21. So, you might see some of those boys playing in in the uh, Penrith 21s uh, later on this season. Jersey flag, SG Ball, <coughs> Rabbitohs, and Manly had a 20 all draw. Roosters defeated Illawarra 28-16. Uh, Tigers, Balmain Tigers defeated the Knights 26-22. Penny Panthers, they uh, ran a muck over the Dragons in both grades. This grade he was 64-10. North Sydney Bears went down to Parramatta Eels in a tough, tight encounter with one uh, conversion being the difference, 22-24. Western Suburbs Magpies, they went down to the Raiders in the SG ball, 10 points at 16. And the Thunderbolts, and the Bulldogs, they had a draw due to COVID. Victoria Thunderbolts couldn't travel because of the snap uh, lockdown. So um, under the New South Wales Rugby League COVID-19 plan, they had a draw. That game will not be replayed down the line. Uh, if you want to get out, guys, and, and watch a bit of uh, Junior Rugby League uh, representative, there are games on this weekend. Head over to NewSouthWalesRugbyLeague.com, click on the draw Drop down bar and uh, check out where the games are at, and make sure you get out there and watch the superstars of tomorrow. That's what it's all about. Uh, I know we got the NRL and, and they're the superstars of now. However, if you if you really love your, your club, you want to get out and support all three, oh, oh, not all three grades, but all the, all the grades from from Harold Matts all the way up. Uh, get out there and, and watch the, the superstars of tomorrow. There are some freakishly uh, talented kids out there in the junior league, and uh, that's what our our aim here at the Final Whistle is, is to bring uh, out these superstars. We'll quickly go for another um, another ad break, guys. Uh, we'll come back and we'll start talking uh, about the NRL. Uh, as, as Dale said you know, in the previous break, the teams today, West Tigers, uh, who else we got? we got Dragons. What else we got there, mate? We got Warriors and Warriors. Titans. Uh, yes, Warriors and Titans, the two smokies into the eight this year. That's, it's going to be good. Be back very shortly, guys. At Good Buddy Sports, we take pride in providing our customers with the highest quality sporting equipment at competitive prices. Yeah, and how competitive can you get now that you have the TFW promo code as Good Buddy has teamed up with TFW to give you guys 
the cheapest deal going around. 10% off if you use promo code TFW21. That's right. TFW21 will get you 10% off your orders at goodbuddysports.com.au. Dale, got a number for him? Yeah, if you want to give them a call, just give them a call on 9525-1895. That's 9525-1895. TFW, good buddy, giving you great deals. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be the best, you got to wear the best. And if you're going to wear the best, you've got to wear Sonali. Sonali Sports, born in the year 2000. They are a very humble beginning type of people. They look after the West because they are from the West. Dale. Yes, they're made to play. Combine your passion and innovation to make Sonali your brand. Call the boys on 029838 4846. That's 029838-4846. Very good stuff, mate. We are wearing our Sonali shirts today while we're doing our podcast. And whilst we're out and about at junior football, we wear our gear with pride. And here we go. We're back, Dale. What's the first team up? St. George, Illawarra Dragons. So the games for 2021 is Alvaro Alvaro from the Warriors or, or slash um, Parramatta Eels. Um, junior Mone. Um, Jack Bird from the Brisbane Broncos, Kate Ellis from Panthers, Pawasa Famasili from the Warriors slash Roosters, Andrew McCulloch, and this Tyrrell Sloan. He played uh, last week in the trial, was absolute freak at, at fullback. He scored the first try as well, so nice. look out for him. Uh, the losses, Aiken's gone to the Warriors, Frizzell's gone to the Knights, James Graham has now retired since he returned to the Super League, Jacob Host has gone to South Sydney, Tim Lafayette has released, he's actually just signed with Paramount Eels with a Canterbury Cup contract, so watch this space for them, it can only play after round 11, they were saying. Uh, Saab's gone to Manly, Tristan Saylor's unreleased, has been released and he's got no club and Corbin Sins has gone to, to whole KR. Another one, mate. New coach, Anthony Griffin. Um, two questions here. Um, I'll give you the first one. Was he the right choice for the Dragons? Um, and if not, who would you have went with if you were the CEO of the club down there? Oh, look, we, we do know that our hook isn't known for his attack. Uh, all clubs that he's been at the, their attack's been pretty, pretty poor. Uh, look, you know, at the Panthers, he got there to um, to the finals. However, I feel the playing roster at Panthers was a lot better than the playing roster he's inherited at the Dragons. But nonetheless, he's got to deal with what he's got in front of him. Uh, and you know, as I as I always say, with coaches, you've got to give them a three year grace period on on their contracts. The first year is to do what they can do with the mess that they've inherited. The second year, you know, is a start, start and turn. So at the end of at the end of the first year, you know, throughout the first year, they're going, oh, they they go, I want this player, I want that player, which he's already done. He's already got one of them in McCulloch. So you know, once once he you know towards the end of the second year, that's when you know that he's got basically the team that he wants. Then the third year, then you, you expect to see results. Then, uh, look, do I think he was the the best fit? Probably not. Um, however, the only other option that they would have had is is currently suspended in the uh, NRO, and that's um that's uh, Flano. Uh, so you know, and, and early talks are Flano is going to be elsewhere. You know, and and his suspension may be finishing early too. So he, you know, watch his space. Flanagan could be coaching somewhere else shortly. Look. Um, they've they've picked hook. Now they've got a back hook. Um, so 
that's 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 more my my modern now is that you've picked the coach and you've got to back him. You know, is the pendling system still there like it was with McGregor? Like oh, this is my uh, seventeen and yes no. I would I wouldn't know, but I I, I gather if hooks. If Hook's signing up, he's going, I, I pick the team. I don't need a panel to pick a side. Um, and and to be honest, any club who's running a, a five-man panel to pick their 17 is only setting themselves up for failure. Without a doubt. Um, massive question here. You know, we know Hook. He's um, very old school um, sort of thing. And how how those how's the, the youthfulness of the, the squad? We all know there's... They're great juniors coming through, and every, you know there's a lot of them putting their hand up. Pick me, pick me. Young players these days, they, they don't understand um, that tough love. So, how how's um, Hook gonna have to, you know, adapt to the game currently at the moment, and how are those players gonna have to adapt? Don't stay the same, same way you are. Um, Wayne Bennett has rarely ever um, changed his his coaching style from 1983 when he first came in with the Raiders. Um, so, you know, he hasn't really changed his style across a lot. lot you know, he, he has in his later years started smiling, which has almost broken every camera that he's ever been on. Um, but, you know, look... My so, way or the highway mentality? Uh, no, it's not so much that. You, you need to set a firm stance that you're the coach, they're the players... You gotta you gotta push for your position, um, so you know like <laughs> the, the kids have just gotta go. All right, this is a different coach because I guarantee you, majority of them haven't come across a hard nosed old style coach like Hook. So they've just gotta they've just gotta go with it and um, just trust the process. And as you've seen, Cameron McInniston Logan, he's gone and jumped ship. Um, look, I, I believe I believe. Give Hook 24 months and he'll have Dragons in the top eight again. I don't see them in the top eight this year. However, moving forward, um, you know, the next 24 to 36 months is looking pretty good for the Dragons. If they can keep this squad that they've got, they've got amazing talent across the board. That's what you need. You need youthful, youthful talent coming in and also um, vying for the spots that the incumbents are holding. Without a doubt. Um, so another one that's got a few options for the spine. So there's... Does Dufty play fullback, and you got Norman and Hunt, and now McGuinness? Is that one, six, seven, and nine? That's what's going to start. No, you it won't, won't be McGuinness. McGuinness is sorry, um, McCulloch. <laughs> yes. Wrong Mick from so McCulloch nine, and then um, Hunt. They'll Norman go. And, yeah, they'll go. Um, they'll go with Dufty at fullback, and that's where uh, you know. One thing I'll give Mary McGregor is he he, he stuck a he stuck a you know a um a bomb underneath Dufty and said. You can go up and, and play at Titans and get your, your fullback spot or you can train your ass off and earn it down here. And he done that last year. He'd, I believe Dufty had probably what, what would be arguably his best year out in, in NRL terms. Um, so, you know, and, and he's smashed and, and holding down that fullback spot. So Dufty will be fullback. Norman and Hunt will probably get the first halves. And um, and, and McCulloch will, uh, will, will, will get the... The uh, number nine there, Bud Sullivan will be hit, hitting on the um, on Hunt and Norman's heels. Uh, you know, Bud Sullivan is a great young player. Ben Hunt played probably his better football under Hook, so I'm hoping that the Hook and Hunt connection from the Broncos comes to the Dragons for the Dragons' sake. You know, one point whatever million dollars over five years, and it's turned out to be a real, real big uh, fizzer at the moment. So let's hope that. 
Hook brings out the best in Hunt again to, to silent all the critics because at the moment, all well, Hunt's been remembered for is the uh, is the drop catch in the Broncos Cowboys Grand Final. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, we'll move on to the West Tigers. The game. So the Dane Laurie's gone there early. Um, yep. Often, often Gowhi is gone from the Broncos. James Roberts is joined from South Sydney. Um, Simpkins has come down from the Cowboys. Massive raps on this kid. James Tamo is now the captain. He moved across from Panthers, and. Um, and Stefano, I'm not going to pronounce his last name, but he's come across from Parramatta. You don't want to <laughs> pronounce Toka Kamano Maku? Something like that. Just a, just big, just a it's big huge. fella. It's huge. And then they're obviously, Alloway's gone to Manly, um, and Bradley's gone to the to the North Queensland Cowboys because that was a swap deal with Simpkins. Uh, Oliver Clark has been released. He's unsigned. Eisenhuth has gone to Panthers. Harry Grant has gone back to Melbourne. Jennings has gone to Panthers. Lawrence has retired. Benji's gone to South Sydney. Um, McQueen um, is retired. Um, Momorowski has gone to Panthers. Josh Reynolds has gone to Hull FC. Uh, Elijah Taylor's gone to South of Red Devil. So there's a lot of a lot of people going, aren't they? Yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, Matt Ison is <coughs> sorry. He's gone to the the Gold Coast Titans. I guess. Uh, I guess also that there is um, players getting off the Ivan Cleary bus. Because um, they, they don't want to stay on the Michael Maguire bus. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, uh, as we just mentioned, there just ran it off. So the trend of players wanting out of the club has continued in the off season. How how does Maguire change the culture of the club in regards to this, mate? It's, it's been time and time again. You know, Alawahi was very vocal about it. Paul Morosky has come back, and in, you know, he said, you know, it's they're probably. It's probably not a, a great professional club after being in the Melbourne system. Ivanhoos and he's gone to Penrith, and he said that they're three steps above the West Tigers. And the first one to come out about this was Brayson Astor, and everyone called him a, a DH back then and told him to to wake up to himself because they're the only one that gave him gave him a deal after you know he's left at the Roosters sort of thing. But it's slowly creeping to the, the same old West Tigers mentality. Players that players want out, and they just they just release them. They just go there, get the money, play a bit of forty, and then they get their bigger bigger dollars. And they're like, I'm out of here. Uh, look, you know, it also comes stems back to big contracts as well. Josh Reynolds, paid, you know, paid eight hundred and fifty thousand to get him there, and he was a fizzo. In, in his own words, he, he you know he, he said he was you know before he jetted off over the whole FC. In his own words, he said that he was probably a failure of the signing for the club, and he doesn't like. He doesn't. He doesn't sit well with that because he likes to, you know, perform for his contracts. However, you know, you can't help injuries uh, sometimes, and he was obviously hampered by injuries at the signing here. Um, in terms of the culture, when you've got two, te- two, two former teams merged together, and this is the problem that they've been trying to have for many years. They got the culture right in the early two thousands with Tim Sheens as the coach. And they got themselves to a Premiership. Ever since 2005, they've been sitting in a stalemate wondering when's the next Premiership going to come, who's going to bring it to us. Michael Maguire is a man that can bring him a Premiership. He's just got to get himself the right roster. I believe he has a, a great roster this year. Will they crack the eight? Time will tell. They're in that bubble of of about six or seven teams that, that can get those final three spots because as we spoke about last week, there are already five teams that have guaranteed themselves, you know, a spot, I reckon, already, um, going off last year and the fact that the rosters haven't changed too much. 
There are three teams in that eight that I'm undecided on in my eyes on on if they're going to you know get their spot again. Uh, so uh, you know, there's uh, eleven teams going for three spots. Um, Consistency for is, the is Tigers the key. is the key for them. Look, once Dewey gets over his suspension, Dewey and Brooks in the halves. Uh, we got. So who like so? It's another club that's got so many options. So does Laurie play fullback, or, or does he put Mbai there? Because they've bought Robert, so he's not going to play centre. You have Roberts and and Leilua, you know, in yeah. the centre. So Dewey's going to probably play six or one. Um, Dewey, Dewey will play six. On, is it written on the wall for um, Mbai? Dewey, Dewey will play six. Brooks will play seven. Your nine will be little if he's gotten over his stoush with um, Luciana Leilua, uh, and. Your number one will be a toss-up between Laurie or Mbai, and Mbai might end up finding himself as a utility on the bench in the 14. Yeah, that's, that's an option. I didn't think about that either. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got the Tigers as a spoon. Oh! <laughs> I, I just feel like everyone's everyone's chatting about them. Um, and I did, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we've got two of the best centers in the world. Yeah, but they can't, they can't defend. So you need to score 50 points a game. You know what I mean? So well, that's that. That comes down now to Michael Maguire identifying the weakness in both them, which is pretty easily. It's the defence. They, 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 they sometimes read them well, or some some hits Lua puts on is you go, thank God, I'm a, I'm a spectator. But they hit and miss. Sometimes he'll read it well. Sometimes you know, brain he, fart. He, now he comes in too early, and then he leaves his winger two and one or three and one, depending on if the fullback's wrapping around the back. So you know, that's Maguire, that's Maguire's role as a coach, a head coach, to go. All right, I identified that these two can't make tackles. You go, you go back and you look at the you know, for, for Roberts. You look at his last stats when he played at South. You look at Le Lewis stats from last year, and you go to your defensive coach. All right. Like Lua's leaking in, say, on a, on an average, 9.6 missed tackles a game. And when Roberts last played at the Rabbitohs, he's, he's leaking 8.4. Go work on him. Get him to work their defensive structure. So then all you do is you set up, you set up your right V left, right? And then you have your, you have your, right, your right prop, your right second rower, your half or your 5'8", whoever's playing on the right-hand side, Lua, and then the winger. And then you have the opposite side running at him. And then you just run those short plays. You run those plays where you've got your second row running the lead runner and the ball out the back to the fullback or, or you know, or the 5'8 or whoever else is popping around the back there. And then you start working them to, to work their defensive. And and you make sure that they're, they're, they're tracking the right way. So making sure, and, and this is this is just your normal talk as, as a coach when you're teaching a player how to how to read play. So you stay on, on your, you stay on your toes. You, you drop down at the last minute. Generally speaking, you don't want to drop too early because once you drop too early, then you're, you're flat-footed and then they can just step you pretty easily. So you, you're staying on your toes. You're coming in. You're keeping shoulders straight towards the player. You've got your hands up ready to tackle. You know, and There's no point having your hands down by your side because you can't shoulder charge no more. So you've got to have your hands up ready to go. So you, you have targets in attack to catch the ball. You have targets in defense to try and, and tackle. So you keep yourself straight. keep your shoulders straight. You track left and right and then hit. So these are the things that they've got to identify and fix. Um, if Maguire can fix Leilua and Roberts' uh, defensive mind lapses, then look out, Tigers will be a force. But we can sit here every year and go, yep, this team's going to end here, this team's going to end here, this team's going to go good. But until we get them onto the paddock, it's all hypothetical. And you don't, you don't take anything from a trial. 
because they're trialling players, and that's that's what trials are for. But it gives you a good gauge to see where you're at. Exactly. And we'll go back in time here, back to when it was the big four at the West Tigers. Um, West Tigers let three go, and they kept one. The one that they kept, was, was that probably the wrong decision? In hindsight? In hindsight? Yes and no. So, He's Brooks, played uh, 200... NRL games and never played a final. Yeah, Brooks. That that's probably that's probably a good stat to go and chase up um, with Mister Middleton to, <laughs> and to see who has gone the longest amount of times of playing a game of, of the NRL and and not actually playing in the finals. So two hundred and no finals. Uh, look, is, was it a bad decision? Well, no. See, Brooks is a is he's a classy player. The problem that he has is he doesn't have the players around him. So now Maguire's getting some players around him. They've got a decent forward pack this year. Like I said, Stefano's going to be a beast. Get him on on an edge. Jesus, good luck trying to stop him with legs like tree trunks. Uh, you know, Moses, yeah, he went away. He, he got good because he had players around him. Um, but again, as you noticed last year, Moses did go missing. Uh, Aaron Woods, he wasn't really a big four. And uh, the last one was Mr. Farrow, wasn't it? Or Ben J? No, Tedesco. Oh, Tedesco, that's back right, to yes. Back-to-back back Roosters. Yeah, back-to-back back Roosters. Back-to-back back, that's, that's back back the that's, yeah, Blues as well. That's so. probably the biggest one. However, um, you know, you've got to go, as we keep saying, it's a business. You want, you want people to stay loyal. If people stay loyal, then new players aren't going to get in to the game. That's how it works. Back uh, back after a quick break, guys. Uh, talk soon. You know, what do we got after the break, Dale? Warriors and Titans, have we? We sure do, mate. Smokies 48, these two teams. Here we go. Rampage Mouthguards is a family-run and operated business, combining their careers, passions of sport and dental technology. The team decided to go into operation with the purpose of bringing customers quality, custom-made, dental-grade sports mouthguards at a reasonable price. More reasonable price, guys. You've now got a promo code as uh, Rampage has joined up with TFW, offering 15% off mouthguards for your players either female male doesn't matter there are mouthguards for everyone you can get them custom designed so you can get the aboriginal flag you can get your samoan flag tongan flag australian flag your name your club's name uh, your team your nrl team's name you can even have tfw on your mouthguard if you really wanted to TFW15 is the promo code. Rampage is on all social medias, Facebook, Insta. Hit them up and get your mouth guard today. Protect your teeth. Don't look like me. New Zealand Warriors 2021. That gets me every time. (laughs) Yeah, boys and girls, don't look like me. Get your mouth guard. Check your teeth. So Aiken's gone to the Dragons. Kane Kane Evans has gone to Parramatta. Adam Fanor. No, no sorry, they're all coming they're in. They're coming in, oh, sorry. He's, he's, he's lost it. I've lost it here. Too busy worried about the teeth. Yeah, so worry about the teeth. Aiken is coming from the Dragons. Kane <laughs> Evans is coming from Parramatta. Adam Fanuel Blake is coming from Manly. Montoya is coming from the Dogs. Murdoch, uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla has come back from the Super League from Warrington. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan's come from the Broncos. Bailey Sheridan from South Sydney Rabbitohs. They've lost Alvaro, who was on loan. He goes to the Dragons. Jared Beal retires. Adam Blair retires. Lachlan Burr goes to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Poissa 
Fama Silly. He goes back to the Roosters, but then they've sent him to the Dragons now. Blake Green's gone to the Knights. Patrick Herbert to the Gold Coast Titans. Jack Hetherington to the Dogs. Via, via Penrith. Via Penrith. George Jennings has gone to the Storm. Via Para. Adam Guerin has gone to the Roosters. Uh, Tane Milne has gone to South Sydney Rabbitohs. Parsi has gone to St. Helens. Isaiah Papali'i has gone to Parramatta. Nathan... Nathaniel Roach has gone to Parramatta. Bloody hell, mate. Mm, uh, Nathaniel, I think, is on a development contract at Parramatta. Well, good. Another one. New coach, mate. Nathan Brown. A high volume of applicants. Um, what was the criteria again for the, that the Warriors wanted? The criteria? Character. Mm, well, Nathan's got character. Don't worry about that. Nathan's got character. Remember, remember many years ago, come here, Trent Barrett. Psh! Across the face. Wake up to yourself. Maybe you and the Warriors. Imagine if, he, imagine if he whacks on the Warriors players and no, no, turn no. around and give him a fussy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, Warriors, Warriors play the Bulldogs and he slaps Trent Barrett in the press conference. Oh, that was a gold. <laughs> Come here, Trent Barrett. Let's, let's reincarnate what happened many years ago. So does he does he have enough character for you? And what what type of – I know that he he's a rebuilding um, coach. He rebuilt the Knights. Look what they're doing now. Um, that was all from him. Um do the Warriors need a rebuild? Do you reckon they should have went down that path or do you reckon they should have went with another character? No, uh, no, look, you know, they've got Phil Gould over there doing their academy, so, you know, the future's looking bright. Nathan Brown's a great coach. I I really hope that Nathan Brown can edge or stamp, I should say, his, his authority as a coach in the NRL. He's done it overseas, won, won, um, won a lot of uh, a couple of uh, titles over there, I should say. Uh, you know, he needs to now stamp his authority here uh, in in um, Australia to make sure that you know it's it's not he can only coach in Super League to a, to a title. He needs to get a title over here, and I, I sincerely hope that he gets it with the Warriors. I really do. Uh, you know. They've they've got a good squad. Uh, you know, RTS is on the way out at the end of this year, so it'd be great for him to leave with a uh, premiership ring. Um, to you know, to say thank you to the Warriors, Warriors and the Warriors family for um, you know looking after him for the, the last few years. Um, Nathan Brown's got every, every everything he needs in his credential list to to do that to get to a premiership. It's now up to how he he. Guides decide. I believe he's taken the first step there in, in asking the players to not represent their heritage to have a look at the bigger picture, and that would have taken a lot of a lot of um, a lot of character to do that, mate. Character. The, you did mention RTS leaving. Um, a good impact or a bad impact? It's going to weigh on the players' shoulders that RTS is not going to be here next year, or is it a leg up to like let's send this let's let, let's send this club. Legend and Kiwi legend um, out on a high. No, let's 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 send them out on a high. That's that's probably what the motivation will be now. It, it, it is bad that he is leaving um, the game. However, again, it's a business, and you got to look after your. You know, you, you have a small in terms of your your life. If you go off the average life of being about 80, 80 or eighty odd years, close to ninety years. And you um, you're playing for a period of fourteen years. It basically is a very small window to make as much money as you can, as well as trying to be loyal. Uh, you know, I feel he was really loyal. Like the talks came out last year that he was going to do it last year so he could play rugby at home and be at home with the family. But he stuck it out, 
and then he's obviously going to stick it out this year as well and then return to play um, rugby union and chase his dream to be an all black all black I mean so um you know look it's it's sad but let's see let's see if it spurs the warriors on it's some the warriors need something uh, you know they they you can't keep falling back on oh we have to travel you know we do the most traveling and that like, you know every team travels it's how you it's how you um get your your head in the game for that Without a doubt. Onto the Gold Coast Titans. Six without a doubt today. Six. You, you, you've changed from arms and 100% to now without a doubt. 100% they don't win the comp this year. 100% they don't win the comp. Smokey to be in the eight. Yeah, just sitting outside or just in. For the Gold Coast Titans, their gains are Herman S.A.S.A. from the Newcastle Knights. Tino from the Storm. I'm not trying to pronounce his last name. Famasuli? Yeah, Is something yeah, something like that. David Fafida from the Brisbane Broncos, the new $1.25 million man. Patrick Herbert from the Warriors. He's got a lot to live up to be being the million-dollar club. He's got to follow Tamalolo and not Daly Cherry Evans or Ben Hunt. Without a doubt. And Sam McIntyre <laughs> from the West Tigers. They've lost Arrow. He's gone, got rid of the mullet and gone down to South Sydney. Yeah, sorry. You can't have a mullet in Redfern. You've got loose teeth. Shannon Boyd is retired. He's gone back to the farm, I feel, I think. Um, Bryce Cartwright's gone to... The Parramatta Eels. And end up with a broken draw. Yeah, Dale Copley is gone to the Brisbane, back to the Brisbane Broncos. Hipgrave's gone to the Eels. Ryan James has gone down to the Raiders. See how much weight he's shredded? Bloody hell. He's, it, it looks nothing like him. 30, 35, 40-minute um, edge player. Nathan Peets, he's been released. He's unsigned at a club. Who needs a hooker? Manly? Bulldogs, come on, guys. No, Bulldogs don't need a hooker anymore, mate. we got our mate Dietzy on the board. Dietzy's on board. Available to play after round 10, too. Awesome. And Callum Watkins also left early last year as, as a release back to the UK. Didn't end up playing, did he? Because he went to the SPW's team and they did it playing. So, arguably, they probably the best recruitment in the off-season. Are they overhyped? Or are no. they the redeal? <clears throat> they look. You saw what Justin Holbrook was able to get out of a team that wasn't his. That he inherited. He inherited a mess, and he got one game or one one, one spot out of the eight. Had had we had a full season, they end up in the eight, and Cronulla ends out. So you know, for for Holbrook to get what he got done in one year, remembering what I said earlier on about Hook needing. You know that free turnaround to to get rid of what you don't want and and bring in what you do want. You know he's still got another year on, under my free provisional for for new coaches, and they're going to go into the finals this year. They've got a good squad now. It all happens to come down to gelling and 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 getting onto you know the same page as the coach. However, the players that were there last year will tell the new players get on board early. Go hard with it. If you get on board early, you go hard. Remembering that the Titans, being the baby brother of the three clubs, were the, was the highest finishing Queensland side last year. So build on it. Build have, on it. They have to. So if the Titans missed the eight, failed year in your opinion? Yes. With, with, with the recruitment that they've got and the way they finished the back half of the season last year, if they do not make the eight, it's a failed year. Million dollar question just before we finish up with the Titans. Does Cam Smith play for them this season? Oh, that's a question everyone wants to know. Look, it, it, they could end up with him. 
he, he's going to have to take a, a massive pay cut from what he's getting at the Storm because he won't have the you know won't have the dollars. However, he hasn't gone back to training. He hasn't been at preseason at all this year. He's brought a house back uh, up there on the Gold Coast. His family's up there. All roads are leading to Cameron Smith in a sky blue jumper this year at Rabina. It's it's looking good. Will it happen? I don't know. However. I feel a couple of clauses will be enacted if Smith returns to the storm. So watch this space. Mm, watch the space. Everyone's watching it. Apparently, the Titans they want to they want to contract for only games played. So when you're in an NRL contract, you it's it goes from was it October to no, mm. oh, November to October. That's the the financial year in NRL contracts. Shoot, but they only want to pay him. Um, games that he plays, so they only want to pay him six hundred grand for games. They don't want to pay him a yearly contract. So, how how they stipulate that and how the NRL comes around it? Good luck to him because it's all about you know trying to get players into the salary cap. And like I remember, they tried to get some team tried to get someone. I think Parramatta tried to get Israel Flau before all that stuff back when mm. he wanted to come back then, and then they they only had three hundred thousand. They're like, no, nah, we value him. You know, at double that, so you oh, can keep be, him in. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Guys, if you are not doing anything this weekend, the Sydney Nines are on at Cabra Leagues. Saturday, February 20th, for the first game kicking off at 10 a.m., and the grand finals will be played way down the time at 6.45 p.m. Clubs that are, well, not clubs that, Nations that will be involved, you've got Malta, you've got Ireland, you've got Cabramatta entering their, I dare say, Massey side. You've got the Southeast Asian area, you've got Lebanon Cedars, you've got Malta, you've got Campbelltown City, and uh, the little Niu is also there. Africa United, Vietnam, Africa South Sudan, and the Curies. Also, you've got the Aussie Cooks, another Africa United side, the Philippines, and Italy. That's in the men's draw. In the women's draw, you have Glebe. You have Aussie Cooks, Lebanon, Malta, Cabramatta, and Greece. 10 a.m. is the first game on uh, Fields 1 and 3. Uh, field 2 don't have any games on there because that will be purely for the women's um, draw. So the women's first game will kick off at 10.25. There is a break in between, so they all have a, a, a rest. The women's uh, draw grand final will be at 4.40pm on Field 2. Field 1 at 10am, you have Malta and Ireland. And uh, Field uh, field 3 at 10am is Cabramatta up against ASEAN. So, if you're not doing anything this Saturday, if you're not going out to watch Junior Rep Footy, come out and watch these Emerging Nations play one another in the nines at Cabra. Final whistle will be down there at some point on the day. I'm not too sure what time we're looking at because we're going to try to get elsewhere as well. Bumper day for us with um, junior reps and the, the nines taking off uh, for Cabra. Don't forget, guys, talking about nines, our TFW nines will be hitting the road later on this year, looking at coming to WA, Queensland, Victoria, five different locations in New South Wales. Make sure you keep an eye on our socials when that drops. We would love to have as many teams as we can all over the country playing. This is what we love to do, guys. Give back to the juniors. Give them an opportunity to play rugby league in the summer. Dale, mate, 
Enjoy your week. Uh, I will see you on air, 8 a.m. SWAT FM, triple nine, 99.9 on your dial if you're in the local area. If you happen to be listening to our podcast or following our page from outside the Sydney metro area, if you have an Android dial, uh, they can get the Radio Australia app. But if they have an iPhone, what app can they use for the iPhone, Dale, to get us? Simple radio. Simple radio. So get on board, guys. Listen to us. Uh, Dale, mate, what are your plans for the remaining couple of days before we go on radio? Work. <laughs> <laughs> refereeing. Oh, that's right. Indoor. He does indoor refereeing, guys. If you want to if you want to come down and, and, and um, play and... and, and get a bit of an, an abuse on him. He referees that, that round ball game, but we won't actually see what it is. But Friday nights, guys, go down to St. Mary's Indoor if you're around the area and enter a side and then just give him give him curry. Say, Fife, you said you can. <laughs> Till next week, guys, on the podcast. Talk soon. Catch you later. Bye. High Fly Down Under is located in Penrith in Sydney's west. It was the first indoor school skydiving facility in Australia. It was also the largest and most powerful indoor skydiving facility in the Southern Hemisphere. Safe, fun and accessible for people of any ability. iFly Down Under offers flights for first-time flyers, return flyers, sport flyers, junior flyers, skydivers and much more. Junior flyers, that's where we're aimed at, guys. iFly has come on board as our sponsor for our Look Long Play Short Junior League segment where... Players will get a voucher to go there and experience what iFly can do for you. If you want to go to iFly today, guys, book online at iFly.com.au. And that's the final whistle.